Hi, my name is Liz Bakey. Welcome back to Honest Conversations. Today's episode, I want to talk to you about forgiveness. Forgiveness is probably one of the hardest steps in self-discovery and growth. Forgiveness happens on all different levels and scales, and it really is a practice. It's definitely a trained skill that will challenge you and make you really question how do you want to fall asleep at night? How do you want to feel when you're old? How do you want to feel on your dying days? I think almost all of us would agree that we want to have healed all of our relationships, both with self and with others. And the only way to do that is through forgiveness. Whether we have to forgive others, we have to forgive ourselves, or we're seeking forgiveness from someone else. There are so many layers and pieces that if we're not consciously aware of the things that are eating at us or the things that are bothering us about other people, or even if we are so consumed with being right and being wrong, right, could be smaller scale, could be larger scale, we're going to miss the mark. And on those days, on those dying days, or when you lay your head down at night, those are the things that will pile on and those are the things that will haunt you, at least for me anyway. On my path for growth, I had to list all the things that I was ashamed of. I had to try to forgive myself. I do not forgive myself easily. I am my own worst critic. I am my harshest critic. I can forgive others despite any type of harm or ill will I can rarely forgive myself it is hard Um, I made a list and tried to write down all the things that was really truly giving myself a hard time about and I didn't realize how many things that I'm carrying around with me on an everyday basis when I think about it they were and some still are infiltrating my everyday life They wear very heavily on me, and they did wear very heavily on me. So when I did this exercise, the list was so long, and it's not funny, but I laugh because I had no idea. Some just weren't even conscious. I mean, I was cycling it back to, like, the second grade here and then moving all the way up to the current, just things that I was angry with myself for or I didn't, you know, feel that I deserved forgiveness from. Once I wrote those down, I cried. I cried at the things that were coming out. I cried at the things that were just staring me in the face, things that I didn't even know I was dragging around on on a chain with me. And then there were things that I knew were always present and just putting them on paper and, you know, staring that in the face, it, it definitely, it hurt. It hurt. I actually had to go through each one and not deeply, but just go back and say, Liz, I forgive you for the second grade moment. Liz, I forgive you for these things. And I really had to find that compassion for myself in the same way that I would for others, in the same way that I would forgive others and understand others. I had to really understand, Liz, you were just a kid or, you know, you didn't know better. But if anyone else is like me, there are times where I knew that I knew better, right? I knew I could have done better, and I didn't. 
And those are the moments that just chip away at me. And those ended up forming my belief system that, you know, I really didn't deserve things that are good. I didn't deserve happiness. I didn't deserve financial wealth. I didn't deserve overall good treatment. And I had no idea how to set boundaries with people because I just figured, okay, well, you know, it's probably my fault or I can understand why they're treating me like that or, you know, and it just sort of unraveled and it branched out and grabbed onto all these other areas of my life. Forgiveness of self is probably the hardest feat. I think, and maybe this is just me, it's actually easier to forgive others. And that comes with how you want to live your life, how you want to feel at the end of the day and in those end stages of life. I know for me, a lot of that was trying to be the bigger person and know and know better, you know, know where these things were coming from, understand why people behave the way that they do, understand myself, why I'm reacting, why I'm angry. And once I started learning and observing and then stopping the pattern, I could see what I really wanted to see at the end of, you know, an argument and an end of something that frustrated me or a situation that, you know, where I, I really wanted to, to lay into somebody or I really wanted to just prove my point or I really wanted to be right. You know, all those everyday human moments that we have, I started to see through them and not all the time, trust me, I, re I regress, but I would see through them, maybe not right in that second, you know, anger is a secondary emotion. Um, so anytime I get angry, I know that it's really stemming from for me, my feelings are usually hurt. That's usually what gets me angry. And, you know, maybe not in that very second could I see it. But when I would take a second, realize like, okay, this anger is teaching me that I'm hurt. Why am I hurt? And then I could take a step back, walk away, and then see through to the bigger picture and know that I don't want to live in anger. I don't want to project my feelings. I don't want to have terrible reactions. And I know that I'm going to have to look at this for what I really want in the long run. I don't want to hold on to negative feelings or emotions. I don't want to be angry with others. I don't want to be angry with myself. And so it was taking the high road and it was saying, I'm sorry, even when I might still be angry or it was being like, okay, I reacted poorly. I'm going to do better next time. Or, okay, I understand why this person is saying this or moving this way. And even if they didn't apologize, in my mind, finding that forgiveness, I forgive you. I forgive you because I know, I know why I understand. I have compassion. And even if it's not voicing that, it's finding that peace for myself because I do not do well when things are hanging over my head. Um, I do not sleep well in that state. I really like to go to sleep at night knowing that I did the best I could, that I was a good person that day, that no matter what, at least I know I was trying to do the right thing. And that's for all areas of my life, just resting my head knowing I'm a good person. And that requires forgiving even when we don't want to both ourselves 
and others or there's a lot of times I go to rest my head at night and I'm angry with myself and I have to give myself the same love and forgive myself and it doesn't always happen right away doesn't always happen in that night but if I find a little bit of compassion a little bit of understanding I can rest easier and sometimes that means forgiving others. Sometimes it means that I have to apologize before I go to sleep because I can't sit with that, that maybe I wasn't in my best light, I wasn't acting as my best self in that moment. It's really hard <laughs> sometimes when, when we're angry, when we're hurt, when we feel like we've been wronged, when we feel like we, have, we still have all this to say and we're kind of like, no, I need to say all these things and I need to get this out and I need to make sure that this person knows knows that they were wrong or even if it's flipped inward it's like no I need to move better I can't believe I did that I should have been better I should have should have said this or I should have said that and it's no way to live it's just not healthy to hold on and life requires forgiveness every day small parts of your day big parts of your day little scale big scale whatever it is you have to forgive and you have to let go and you have to find the peace that you need in order to be your best self again. So I know if I don't either forgive myself or forgive others, then, you know, the following day, I am not acting in my best light. I wake up in the morning. I know I'm miserable. I know I'm cranky. I could feel it. It just sort of sits on me and I sort of harbor those feelings and then I start to project them. And I, and I try really hard not to project, but we all do. We all do. I'll catch myself, but some days, you know, you just, you want to be angry. You know, our ego, our pride, everything that's holding on to being right, when really, if I see through to the greater picture, to the grand scheme of how I want to live and how I want to feel for the rest of my life, I know that there's no room for that. I know that that path is a path of love, but love and anger, they can't coexist. They can't walk hand in hand because anger is going to destroy love. It's going to destroy the love that you have for yourself. It's going to destroy the love that you have for others. But forgiveness won't. And forgiveness will bring you the peace and it'll also propel more of what you want. After I did the activity, I noticed that there were some things that I completely had let go of. You know, I listed everything. I cried over it. I let it all out. I literally burnt the paper just a little bit, and then I flushed it down the toilet. But I had to do some act of physical removal. There's a great book I found really, really interesting because it was a path to loving yourself. It was called Love Yourself Like Your Life Depends On It. That was more training yourself every day to, to love who you are, like literally saying, I love you in the mirror while you're brushing your teeth. I thought it was amazing. Um, so simple. It's something that we would probably laugh at, but part of the path to love was forgiveness. And in this book, the author mentions, you know, you have to do some type of forgiveness activity where you literally let it go. I believe he threw his in a, in a river, if I recall. But for me, I had to like, nope, disintegrate this, which is wild for me. Okay. If people that know me, I'm, <laughs> I was like cracking up at myself as I, use like my grill lighter to light this paper on fire and then I only like saw a little bit of flames and I was like yeah threw it in the toilet real fast and flushed it but there were some things that I just totally let go of it was it was beautiful it was amazing actually I think the majority of it I really let go it definitely was a weight lifted 
off me. I had no idea I was carrying around so much. Now I notice that it's not a one-stop shop. We make more mistakes. We hold on to other things. It's a continual process. You have to keep doing it. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, ah, I know I need to write these things down and see what comes out because you can actually feel yourself. You can feel your in your body when you harbor these emotions, these feelings, especially if they're negative, especially if they're towards your own self. You'll see or you'll feel parts, areas of your body, whether it's between your shoulder blades, it's your neck, it's your hamstrings, it's your lower back, areas of your body that you feel like you're holding on to something. You know, when you go to stretch and you're like, why is this so painful? It's because we're holding on to everything. And once I begin to feel that way, I exercise, I work out, and I I do a lot of mobility. And once I hit a point where, despite the amount of mobility I'm doing to try and, you know, loosen some of these muscles up in some of these areas, and it's still not going away, I know that I'm holding on to more than I should. And movement is a great way to help release it. But it takes that second step. And so you have to keep forgiving yourself. You have to. And you have to keep forgiving others. Sometimes that that's a process too. It's, it's not as easy. I think I was even angry at myself for a while because I knew that I've always been a person to forgive. And then I was like, wait, am I drawing any boundaries or am I just forgiving, forgiving everybody? How do I, you know, marry the two? But I'm at the point now where the greater picture is is more. It's worth more than anything I could be holding on to. That path, that vision of being truly happy with myself, being truly happy with others around me, and living a life centered off of love is way more important than me not forgiving someone after an argument or me not forgiving myself. It's just not worth it to me anymore. And I don't mean that you know, the situation at hand isn't worth it because it is. And I think that sometimes we have to do the work to either get to this place or do the work to figure out how to get to this place and do the work to figure out how we can move forward and, and heal and not go through this again, right? We have to we have to understand, we have to learn how we're moving, how we're reacting, how we're responding. And same with the other people around us. So that way we can move differently. Sometimes that means you have to sit down with the situation. I've told you before, I like to journal. That works for me. Maybe it's someone that you can confide in. Maybe it's just an objective point of view that you really need to to take yourself out. Another um, genius, genius, he's on a lot of podcasts as well. His name is Rabbi Mordecai Finley, and he actually has some PDFs. I know that sounds crazy, and but he does. I believe he calls it the objective report. I could be wrong with the actual title of that, but he helps you to report back the events that happen in an objective view, like as if you were a reporter. It helps you remove yourself out of the situation, your emotions, right? Your your subjective self, where you carry all those pieces like, no, I'm right and they're wrong or whatever it is. I find that when you do this, when you objectively report, you can see things. It's kind of like standing up above and, and looking down at the situation and you could just see things differently. It actually makes it easier to forgive because we realize the areas that maybe aren't about us, the areas that 
aren't personal. And then we begin to understand, understand where the other person's coming from. And now we have a new, new perspective. So yes, forgiveness is extremely difficult, especially if we hold a lot of regret or guilt or shame. And it's also extremely difficult when someone has truly harmed us. There are some things that I could totally understand why people wouldn't find forgiveness. I feel like we should always forgive ourselves no matter how hard it is. But I can understand why some pain is so deep that it it's extremely difficult to forgive. So I, I don't say this lightly as in we all just need to up hurry up and, and forgive, right? It, does, it doesn't work like that. I think, however, forgiveness sets us free. For me, it's rare to just be like, no, I want to be angry. I, I want to be angry at this. I want to feel right for once. I usually don't do that, but I felt it. I felt it. Like, you know, I want to, I want to just hold on to this for a second. My counselor, who is extremely objective, it's a glorious thing. And yes, I have a counselor. We need to break the stigma. Going to therapy, having someone, you know, sit with us, work through, process our thoughts and emotions and parts of our lives is a healthy thing. Okay. But my counselor said to me, Liz, you need to clear your name. You need to know that you're doing the right thing because he understands that that's, that's very important to me. And as soon as he said that, I knew that the anger and the moment of wanting to, to, to be right just couldn't walk hand in hand with clearing my name and doing the right thing. Like he was reminding me, you need, you need to do the right thing for yourself. It doesn't matter what other people think or feel. He's like, you need to do the right thing, regardless of anybody else's mindset or behavior or actions or whatever. He said, you need to do the right thing. And he was right. He was right. I needed to do what I had to do to feel good genuinely about myself and to know that I was doing the right thing. And I had to apologize. Even though I knew that that might not be returned, even though I knew that there were feelings and emotions that I still was holding, like, no, please, someone hear me out. Someone listen to this. Like, I'm right. One of those moments. And he said, no. No, you need to take care of your end. And you need to be able to rest peacefully at night. He knows that that's very important to me. And that's what I did. And guess what? It worked. It worked. Go figure. He was 100% right. And like I said, it, those moments don't come often for me. I can let things go. I can see things beyond what they are. I can understand why people do things. But this was a moment where I just really, whew, I really wanted to be right. And it wasn't worth it. It wasn't worth it. But as soon as I did that, as soon as I apologized for my reaction and how I handled it, I could move forward. I, I had peace. I didn't have to live in the anger. I didn't have to live in guilt. I didn't have to live in regret. I didn't have to live in all the emotions that were attached to the situation. And it wasn't even a big deal in the first place. But, you know, sometimes you're just, you're triggered. And that was a moment for me. And my apology created a blanket of peace for me. And it sort of shifted the energy around me. And then everything from there, was it was easier to move forward. I know that there are going to be tons of times where I have to apologize. 
and I have no problem owning up to anything that I've done wrong. Sort of like in my blood, my whole family's that way. I'm like, yeah, I did it. I know that I did it. I did it. I said it. <laughs> but with that also comes the accountability and saying like, yes, I was wrong and I'm sorry. I know that I'm going to have a million I'm sorry's for the rest of my life and I will continue to do that. And I also know that with those million I'm sorry's, probably not going to get a million I'm sorry's back. And that's a choice. That's being the bigger person. That's taking the higher road. That's seeing the the greater vision. It's not about other people and how they live and how they want to live. It's about who we are, right? As the individual, it's, it's how I want to live. It's no one's going to look back on the rest of my life for me and say, you know what, Liz, you probably should have apologized. Or you know what, Liz, you probably should have forgave this person. No, I'm going to do that. Or Liz, you should have forgave yourself. I'm going to do that. So that greater path of self-love, of forgiveness, of laying my head down at night, my dying days type stuff, I'm the only one responsible for that. And the more I hold on to anger, I'll never get there. It's just not possible. And it's only going to derail and push back that vision. I think if more people would look at their lives in a way that says, do I want to be good? I think most people would say yes, right? Like even if most of their behaviors weren't what we would say are good, right? Even if they don't live by a moral code, I still think people deep down would say, you know, I I want to be good. I like to believe that. And if people would just ask themselves that and then piece it together, like, well, then how am I living? We would probably be in a way more peaceful state. And I think if people took the time to understand that it's okay to forgive, right? Like some people are so dead set against forgiving, like no way, like they did this and this or no way, like I was horrible, I did this wrong and so forth. They're so anti-forgiveness that that good peace, right? They could still be good and, you know, and not forgive, but that peace that they really want in their lives just gonna t- it's going to take longer. It's going to take longer to get there. Understanding that forgiveness isn't always a two-way street. It takes the ability to let go, to let go of our preconceived notions, to let go of ego-driven mindsets, and to let go of the pride that we hold on to, to let go of the need to be right, and the need to, to call people out for being wrong. It takes the ability to let go of you know, maybe how we've seen things done, right? Other people who, who live that way or the examples, maybe our parents or whoever it was, we kind of got to wipe that clean and just stop looking at everybody else around us and just center it in and say, okay, if I want to live this way, then here's what I have to do. And I have to know and respect and understand that it's not always going to come come back to me. And if I can do that, if I can be the bigger person, despite knowing what's on the other side, if I can be the bigger person and look for the long-term goal, if I can find compassion for myself in the same way I would find compassion for others, then I'm going to be in alignment with the rest of my life. It's not easy. It's not always fun. And there are a ton of times when you want to hold on. It's definitely a training, right? So catch yourself when you're like, dude, I really don't want to forgive this person. I really don't want to forgive myself. 
when you do, if you just try it, I bet you feel lighter. I bet you feel better. I bet you're not waking up holding on to the same feelings that you had the day before. I bet the people around you feel a little bit lighter. They move a, a little differently. And you know what? People don't expect it. They don't expect that either. Like, oh man, like she apologized. You're putting yourself in the best version. And that's what matters. That's what matters. Thank you for taking the time to listen, to learn about a philosophy that I'm very passionate on. Feel free to follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Rose Writing. And feel free to check out my website, elizabethdakey.com, with some of my other writings from my other pieces of work. Thank you.